Welcome to the Campus Outreach Podcast, where we want to equip you to make your college years count for eternity. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and today we have a very special topic for you uh, with a very good friend of mine. Justin Hawara is back on the Campus Outreach Podcast. Justin, welcome back, bro. Good to be back. I'm uh, really excited about today's topic. I know you're excited about today's topic, man. And here's the cool thing. I know when everybody, when they click on an episode, they already know what the topic is. So there's no sense in delaying, you know, revealing what the topic is. But today we're talking about this idea of can you be a sports fan for the glory of God? All right. We're about to we're about to spiritualize sports. You ready, Justin? Let's give it a try. So I think something that would be a good way to intro this topic before we get into the uh the discussion we have later, um, would just be for both you and I to maybe talk about maybe some of the the teams that we pull for and and support, cheer for, and then we can really get into a discussion of what does it look like to actually be a fan of sports, be a fan of you know, individual teams but also remembering that we're Christians first, right? So, yeah, good point. So why don't you go first, man? What are some of the you know what are some of the teams you you pull for? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pumped about this topic. I, I uh, it's just something no one talks about yet. It's such a central part of our culture. So I just feel like somebody needs to at least that's a good word bring up the topic. You know, yeah, you know, I, older I get, the less you know diehard fan I am. But I, I grew up probably my biggest. You know, you guys aren't going to like this, probably not going to want to listen to me, but I grew up in, in Orlando, so I'm a, I'm a pretty big, pretty big Florida Gator fan. That's my, that's my weakness right there. I love the Gators. Hope they uh, do well. They haven't done as good as I want them to lately. <laughs> and then even worse, you guys are not going to like this. You, you deep South uh, folks. My dad grew up a big Yankee fan. He was a huge Yogi Berra guy back in the 60s and stuff, so 50s, 60s. So, so. Wait, you're you're a Florida fan <laughs> and a Yankee fan. Yeah, so all right, let me go ahead and hit hit stop here on yeah, the recording. If I'm disqualified, <laughs> I understand <laughs> now. But those are probably the two that I I pull for the most. Um, being in 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 sports ministry on college campuses, you kind of you know you start pulling for people you know. You know, I've, I've worked at, with Troy football and Sam Houston State baseball, and now South Alabama football and baseball. So. You know, some of that fandom has died down, but uh, those are those are my two big ones. Okay, that's a good word, man. Yeah. So for me, I uh, I grew up in South Florida, and so I'm also two Florida guys here. I know. Look at that, I man. Know. Unique. Uh, yeah. Um, and I actually grew up as a big Miami Heat fan basketball. Mm-hmm. So I will mention I was a Heat fan bef- yeah. long before. Whatever. Long- <laughs> name name three players: Tim Hardaway, uh, <laughs> Alonzo Mourning. Uh, there's two. There's two. <laughs> <laughs> Caught him. Yeah, and well, yeah, I, and, I believe and, and Dwayne Wade was really is my favorite, probably yeah. athlete. You know, yeah. so um, so grew up a big Heat fan. My my dad, um, just like you're, you know, you were a Yankees fan because of um, mm-hmm. not being from there. I, my dad was actually from Pittsburgh. I never lived in Pittsburgh. Mm. Pittsburgh visited many times. I'm actually a huge Steelers fan. Pittsburgh Steelers. What a great, what a great team to love. Right I know. There. Pretty lucky. I'm pretty lucky yeah. with that one. Yeah. And then I'm also a big soccer fan too. So um, yeah. in Atlanta, there is a new, uh, well, I guess, mm. four years old now. Atlanta United, uh, part of the uh, Major League Soccer. So, mm. um, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of other teams that I support as well that I enjoy pulling for but just to give you you listeners an idea you know this is obviously such a different podcast here right a lot of a lot of the topics we've had are just really 
um, uh, talking about maybe reading the Bible or mm-hmm. um, h- how to have conversations with people about the gospel, and mm-hmm. they seem a lot more serious. And this one can be serious. I think there's 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 a lot of things we could talk about here, but th- that's why I'm really excited to have you on for this one, Justin, because yeah. um, we're going to really dive into can you be a sports fan for the glory of God and how, really? Because I think when it comes down to it, it's really hard when you're watching your team, mm-hmm. especially when they're struggling, right? Yeah. Especially when they're going through hard times to still remember that what your walk with Jesus means and um, there's just a lot we can talk about, so I'm excited. Yeah, me too, and, and I already said it, but I'll say it more clearly Sports are a huge part of our culture, and and most you know yeah. college students, especially from the from the male side, it, it's it's what we talk about. You know, at least half of our conversation are about sports. <laughs> yeah, yet, no, it's true. It's true. If we're in Christ, how have we been thoughtful about how we engage the topic of sports? Is there a place for it? And if there is, how do we honor the Lord? Yeah, you know. So it's it's a great topic. Okay, well, how about that? Is there a place for it, Justin? And if so, how do you mm. honor the Lord in the midst of that? Yeah, good question. I, um, you know, I, I was thinking about how to start my thoughts on this. Um, <laughs> I clearly, <laughs> by default, want to say absolutely there's a place for it because I don't want to You don't want to give it up, right? I don't want to give it up. Um, but as I thought about kind of a biblical view of my, you know, how, how I view life, my, my worldview is from the Bible and I mean, the safest, most simple way to start, you know, the conversation about does this glorify God is First Corinthians ten thirty one. I thought of it says, "Whatever you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God." Mm-hmm. Some of you are familiar with that very common verse, very helpful verse, because you know it, it brings up the most simple things in life, like eating and drinking. Even those things should be done for the glory of God. So that's one point with that verse. The second point would be eating and drinking don't come across as directly spiritual. So if I'm drinking, you know, some, you know, name name your favorite juice, uh, your favorite drink. How about some Hawaiian punch? <laughs> oh, gosh. That's, he nailed it. That is a great choice. If I'm drinking Hawaiian punch. One, I'm going to enjoy it because it's delicious and sugary. But two, am I am I glorifying God by drinking it? You know, and what goes into that? There, basically, when we're doing things that aren't directly, they're not. First of all, they're not directly sinful. Sports, God doesn't say sports are evil. Um, and and certainly, food and drink aren't evil. Those are they're not sinful, but they're also not directly. Like you mentioned before, the topics like sharing the gospel yeah, or reading the Bible. not overtly spiritual, right? Yeah. And so we need to have a category of being able to think through, am I doing this for the glory of God or not? And so I think my first offering would be to say that is a, a grid we've got to start thinking through as we turn on college game day, you know, 8 a.m. Central Time every Saturday morning. <laughs> it's like really specific. Yeah, because I'm... That's what I do. You yeah. Know? But, okay. um, you know, am I doing that for the glory of God and what goes into that? And so I would start with, you know, to answer your question, yes, there is a place for sports to be in our lives for the glory of God, but we are way behind in 
th- being thoughtful about how we glorify God. Okay. Through sports. So what okay. do you think about that? No, I, I want to know what you mean by that. You said we are way behind. So can, flesh that out a little bit more. What do you mean by that? I mean, I would just say that we we haven't put any thought into it. You just mean simply from a general observation you've made of, like, Christian culture, especially in the yeah. South? Yeah, and of myself. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> to be honest. Looking in the mirror here. Yeah, you know, I I was raised to to watch Sports Center, you know, or yeah. to to pull for the teams that my dad liked and hmm. you know, luckily he's not a crazy crazy fan, but he's a he's a committed fan and so you know, I grew up seeing him, you know, put time into reading articles about his teams and you know, so just by default it's been a big part of my life, but when I came to Christ in my discipleship no one said, "Hey, how are you doing that for the glory of God?" So I just think yeah, we're just we're just carrying it over, and because it's not overtly sinful, like we said, we're not questioning it. Hmm. So, yeah, okay, yeah. I, 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 I like what you said about we have to have a really have a grid for it. Really having a, I don't know. I guess the question I have for you is, and, and maybe you turn this back at me, but what um, what does it look like, just practically speaking? Because in one sense, right, it's not that you need to go to anytime you go to a sporting event, which. If if the world's ever normal again and we're going to sporting events whenever we want, you know, if it's not like you have to always go into a sporting event and saying a prayer right beforehand, like you do bef- like before a meal. But maybe that is a good application. Maybe there is a sense of just saying, "Lord, I'm really glad I get to go to this football game, yeah. and thank you that I can have fun here and be with people." Like, is that one way, or what are some other ways that we can just do it for the glory of God? Like, be a fan and enjoy it. Yeah, that's a pretty good thought. I mean, I think that's a starting point. You you bring up a good point. <clears throat> are we thought are we thinking about God at all when we're at the game or you know, is, are there any mind is there any mindfulness towards the goodness of God, the glory of God? Is is there gratitude towards God, you know, about the opportunity you have with sports, with your fandom as you engage into it? I think and you know, I have four kids, three of them are you know, I guess I'm raising sports addicts like my dad raised. So here we go with the cycle. But that is one thing, you know, I I, I try to make sure we do is to try to say, hey, while you're on the soccer field to my daughter or you're on the baseball field to my son, you know, how how is how are you thankful to God for this opportunity? How are you, you know, acknowledging God, you know, and giving thanks? So yeah, I think that is a good starting point. You bring up a good point. You know, not that you have to, you know, stop in in your in the bleachers and you know gather everyone for prayer, but at least in your heart, you're thinking, you know, I'm mindful of of the goodness of God through this opportunity. So yeah, I, I, and I think I've heard enough pastors or even some campus outreach staff talking about that verse you mentioned earlier, where do all everything for the glory of God and. You know, maybe you're eating a really good pizza, mm-hmm. and you're just like, man, Lord, thank you for this really good pizza, right? I like pizza. Do you like pizza, Justin? Of course. Right. So as we're and – and I think there are times, honestly, on a on a nice Saturday morning where if, I, if I'm watching some European soccer, like there's – to me, there ain't nothing better than that on a Saturday morning, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just – College so, football is better. But <laughs> just, no, no. <laughs> just an opinion. Well, it starts at 12. I don't watch three hours of college game day. I've got better things to do than that, Justin. But the point is, it just there's times where I'm even sitting on the couch and I'm thinking, man, this is really nice that I can just sit here and watch this game. And I think that is even a healthy practice to remember, like, 
And I think COVID-19 really taught me this. People, mm. people would always ask me, like, you know, how, how are you doing in the pandemic? And I'm like, uh, I didn't realize how much I needed sports or how much I felt that I needed sports until it was yeah. gone yeah. for a few months, right? I feel like I learned a lot about how much I enjoy it, how much of a gift it is. But also, and maybe we can kind of shift into this because I think we've got to have this discussion, maybe how easy it is to become an idol. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. Yeah, that's the that's the word I thought of on this topic. That's the danger, right? Because, and, and this would be if there was a correction, a direct correction to to the way I and, and and people I've mentored view sports. We just have to at least acknowledge it's a fine line between enjoying as a hobby or for the glory of God. It's a fine line to cross over into an idol and. How do you know if it's an idol? I don't know if you have any thoughts. You know, what makes something an idol versus not an idol? Yeah, geez. Um, probably, I mean, I think you could think of, a, I could think of probably a handful of examples, but maybe one is, actually, maybe maybe two. Maybe one in, depending on how do you feel when a game doesn't necessarily go the way you want. Mm-hmm. And also on the flip side of that, and the flip side even too, how do you feel when a game does go the way you yes. want? So in a sense, like, it's okay to be sad when your team loses. It's also okay to be happy when your yep. team wins. But yep. I suppose that if your team loses and you are just devastated, and, yep. I've, and I've been there countless times, right? Um, and I live in the state of Georgia where I have a lot of friends who are – Falcons fans, Georgia fans, Braves fans, a lot of crippling disappointment wherever you look. Mm -hmm. And it can easily become an idol. But I also think, you know, you and I both have a lot of friends who are fans of the Crimson Tide. They've done pretty well. They're they're decent. They're they're not bad, right? So in in a sense, (laughs) when you see a team have a lot of success, it's okay to be happy. But also, if that happiness takes it to like almost like a prideful – yeah. Like we're so much better than everyone else. Maybe that's when it becomes an idol on that on that side of things too. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I think I'll address the first side of it and, and, and to bring some scripture into this too. I think the grid I have, you know, your team loses or you know, a bad play happens in the game, what fruit comes out of you? I mean it, it's okay. it's there the whole go. whole yeah. principle that when the heat is turned up and the sweat's coming out, what is, what is coming out? Or, you know, the other analogy is the, the toothpaste bottle when you squeeze it and, and you see what's inside. Sports is a great um, kind of litmus test to say, okay, I see what's on the inside. And I'd go to Galatians 5. The, you know, Bible oftentimes isn't as clear as, what we want, as, as we'd like it to be, but Galatians 5 gives us two clear lists. Here's the fruits of the Spirit. That means the spirit is leading you and you're not in idolatry. You're in the spirit of God. Yeah. So those are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, uh, self-control. I think I'm missing a couple there. Gentleness. Gentleness, of course. Always gets left out. Poor gentleness. It's okay. But um, <clears throat> the uh, And then if you read the fruits of the flesh, which we're less familiar with, but there's things like rage. <laughs> there's mm. divisions. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of them are, are, are connected to relational discord. Mm, yeah. And so is your, are your sports leading you to that? Are you in, you know, we, we 
Second Timothy two talks about civilian pursuits. Are your sports drawing you into useless discussions that create divisions? So I think you know that that's what that's one thing when you're when you're watching the game when it's when it's you know it's getting intense or something bad happens what comes out if you can keep peace and joy you know in the game that you're probably in the spirit and doing it for the glory of God so yeah that's really good you know i just thought of a actually a good example like actually from uh, i'm a little embarrassed to say this from experience even of of how i i have seen in my own life it slip into an idol. So let me let me kind of and actually kind of frame how this hopefully could be helpful for someone who's listening, and maybe you're a, a young Christian or maybe you're, maybe you're an older Christian, but sports is still a really big deal for you. Um, I, I I became a Christian in 2010. It was the it was in December of 2010, and then roughly maybe six months later, the NBA finals were happening. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I grew up as a Heat fan. Yeah. I got really lucky. The greatest player in our generation, LeBron James, happened to, mm-hmm. um, as a free agent, sign with Miami Heat. And in his first year, they went to the championship. Yeah. Now, Justin, I don't know if you remember who won that championship. I do remember. Yeah, the Dallas <laughs> Mavericks, the who were a better team. Mm-hmm. You know, they the Heat certainly had better stars. Mm-hmm. But this this team from Dallas was a better team, and they actually beat the Miami heat in the finals. And so let me explain how this example, I think really would be a good example for when it can easily become an idol. Mm-hmm. My team who I was cheering for did not win. That's really sad. And it's okay to be disappointed and to be sad over that. But what happened, you mentioned the fruits of the flesh, quite a bit of rage came out. <laughs> I remember, I remember again, I'm a young Christian, man. I'm probably only six months in. Man. I'm living in my first ever rental home. I'm paying bills. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm learning life the hard way. <laughs> and on top of that, my team loses. Um, and I remember, I think I broke something like a part of my door when I slammed it really hard. And I got on Facebook, which is already a bad. Mm. If you want to know if something's an idol, if you ever post about good or bad things, it might be an idol. Maybe you know, uh, that's probably too much of a blanket statement. But anyways, in this example, I posted something on Facebook about the experience of losing that may or may not have contained a handful of swear words, <laughs> a couple f words actually. Well, you and went, you went for it. Huh? I did. I was really. It was. In, I was enraged. Mm. And. Uh, one of my friends who was a Christian who actually, he actually called, pulled me aside. I was like, dude, just gonna be honest with you, man, you, you went too far. You need to take down that Facebook post. And I didn't. Wow. And so if you want to know if something's an idol, if, if you ever get pressed on it by another Christian about you taking something too seriously, like I did with this game, it's probably an idol. Yeah. Like for me, that clearly was. And I don't think I took it down for probably a week because yeah. I was stubborn at the time. Yeah. So that's kind of a hardcore example, but let's just be honest, man. You and I both know, including ourselves, well, I shouldn't say that about you, but you hear my example. Mm-hmm. Um, myself and I know a handful of other people who've experienced or responded to sports in a similar way. And there's just a lot of potential for destruction in that way, you know? Yeah. Taking something that could be and should be a good gift from God, and then we turn it into uh, just pure idolization. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, it's it, when we were talking about it, it's like, what, what, why do we do this? You know, it's just why can't we just enjoy it for what it is and, and keep it in its proper place? Right. And we don't have time to get into why, but yeah, I think uh, you know the 
the the classic question, is it an idol? The way you know is if, you know, it's something you demand. You have to have it in your life. Your team has to win or else, you know, life's not okay. That's when you know it's an idol. And I think, you know, I think the biggest thing I'd urge myself and, and all of us sports fans to do is to say, don't just by default assume you're you're engaging in sports for the glory of God. Make sure you really are. Be thoughtful about it. And one other thing I think for me as I thought about this topic, sometimes I use sports as a kind of a time waster, default check out of reality. And I know we as men we often talk about, you know, the temptation to, you know, utilize pornography or something more directly sinful. But I think as a, you know, you know, almost middle-aged man, maybe I guess I am a middle-aged man, I regret spending some of my 20s and 30s just looking at, you know, college football message boards. You know, I wish I had spent that yeah. time, you know, meditating on Scripture, obviously, or... or just doing anything else. Yeah, or doing some <laughs> dishes, you know, <laughs> vacuuming or something that might honor my wife, or, you know, just something okay. that has yeah. a little more value. And again... I wouldn't go as far to say you shouldn't do it. I, you know, I also think the Lord has blessed me with an opportunity to, you know, follow sports to help me have a hobby and not be so high strung. So, I mean, I think disconnected. Yeah. Yeah. But, but when I'm checking out of reality with sports, I think that's another area that I haven't glorified God. And again, you'll have to wrestle with that for yourself, but I just think just from personal experience, I do, I do say, I, I wish I had spent less time following college football recruiting or which is just it has no value to my life adds no value to my life right now you know yeah if you have thoughts on that too no no i mean that's i'm over here thinking i'm like i don't know how much younger i am than you but certainly a lot a lot (laughs) (laughs) so i'm thinking all right how can i honor my wife this week and not yeah which fortunately for her some of my favorite teams are done playing now this year because they haven't been doing great but I do think that what you said is so true about, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, some people just happen to know a lot about the future recruiting class of their favorite team or what's on the horizon for their favorite team. But Mm -hmm. it really does become like I've, I've noticed it with, with, with sports Twitter is, is really a, a dangerous spot for me where it's like, there's nothing wrong with having an idea of what's actually going on in the soccer world. Like I love to know that what's going on with my favorite team, but man, if if I'm not careful, I can I could waste a lot of time. So I think yeah, wasting time is another is another good example of of when it might be coming idolatrous. Let, why don't we wrap it up here? Um, why don't we kind of have? I think can you be a sports fan for the glory of God? I think yes, you can. Are there is there a slippery slope? Maybe mm. a a danger a danger side to it yeah. for sure. Yeah. What if we kind of finish up with the redeemable side of this? Mm-hmm. What are some actually re- redemptive qualities of actually being a sports fan? Like, you know, being a sports fan for the glory of God, let, let's say somebody wants to do that. What are some ways that um, – and not and not just, you know, being thankful. Like, that is important. But what are some active things you could even leverage your sports fandom for for the glory of God, Justin? I'll, I'll turn that to you. Yeah, I mean, the obvious one, I think, is – Utilizing it to connect with, you know, people who don't know the Lord. Obviously, 
you know, men, we have a hard time finding those things to talk about. We we just struggle conversationally. Yeah, so true. Yeah. But you talk about sports, it's it's that uh that disarming conversation, oh, you know, I can talk about that. And so yeah. I I think that connects you with people. It's a conversation piece. Um, you know, I mean, I've thought even like if you move to a city where, you know, say you were a uh, you know, Miami Heat fan since you keep talking about them. You know, and and maybe there was a you know, a group that watched their games together. You could you could meet you know people yeah. who don't know the Lord. Um, I think for me, and this is more of a, a a guy with four kids and a busy ministry calling. Like part of my emotional and personal health is to to battle my workaholicism and to and to find a place where I'm not always going going going. And so I think having you know having sports as a hobby has made me you know emotionally healthier in some ways of course like you said the slippery slope is real for me still but those are those are two that come to mind um you know i hope you know in another podcast we talk about we're going to talk about you know being a college athlete for the glory of god i think just athletics in general are a way that people bear the image of god by hard work and being physical and being competitive so i think i think sports in general are you know a good thing as long as they don't slip into that idolatry category. So those are some thoughts. That's good, man. Well, Justin, um, this has been fun, honestly. Yeah, great, great topic. I think again, it was, it was, uh, we've been, we've been talking about doing something a little different here on the campus outreach podcast. And, uh, you had the idea of doing this topic and, you know, something that maybe peeling back the curtain a little bit for all of our listeners, um, I didn't have any questions prepped for this at all. Yeah. <laughs> we little just di- kind of let it format. Roll. I enjoyed yeah. it. Very much how I live my life, not going to lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nonetheless, I think it was really good to have this conversation. And I think, uh, you know, for, for the sports fan, and I understand not, not everybody who listens to this podcast is probably a fan of sports, and those people probably have not listened all the way through this particular mm-hmm. episode. But... For those of you that have listened, we do want to thank you, and we hope and we pray that this has been edifying in some way and and beneficial in some way. So, Justin, any last thoughts before I kind of close shop here? No, just just thanks for having me on. And 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 go Gators, right? Yeah, and uh, and let's be thoughtful about everything we do, even the the sports, even the food, even the drink. You know, let's, let's be mindful of the glory of God as we do it. Amen. That's so good. Okay, well, that being said, for my very good friend, Justin Hawara, this is T-Roll saying thank you again for listening. We will see you next time for another episode of the Campus Outreach Podcast. Take care.